good morning, everyone. So glad that you can join me to hear God's word online today. Whilst we had to cancel our service here at the church, it's so great that we can receive God's word together online. You know, whether the snow is falling outside, it matters not. The word of God is not limited or restricted in any way. So sit back this morning and receive this word from God into your heart. And I pray that you will be encouraged and strengthened by the Word of God and what we look at this morning. I'm going to continue to talk about faith that breaks through life's limits. Faith that breaks through life's limits. And all of us at some point in our lives have come face to face with barriers, limitations, restrictions, and boundaries that want to impede our way forward and stand in the way of us progressing in the things of God. These limitations, restrictions, and boundaries can be external ones. They can be people that want to hinder us standing our way, or they can be circumstantial, very real, standing, opposing us, going forward in the things of God. Or they can be internal restrictions and limitations, inferiorities or insecurities that rise up within us when God presents us with an opportunity, when God presents uh, a new beginning and a new opportunity in the future that he wants us to enter into. These inner insecurities and inferiorities can stand in our way and try to impede us going forward and limit our potential. But how many know that Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and life more abundantly. He was talking about that full God life that has no restriction. He was talking about that full God life that is rich, that is abundant, that is not bound or limited or impeded in any way. That very life, the life of God, child of God is inside you and it's inside you not to be restricted, not to be limited, not to be capped off, but to be abundant in every way and in every sense. God does not want us to be limited externally. God, by his spirit, does not want us to be limited internally. God wants us to be free. Jesus said, didn't he? I, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. So as we grow in our understanding of God's word, as God's word takes root and hold of us in our hearts, I really do believe that every day will become a wonderful, wonderful outplay of this freedom and this abundant, full life that Jesus has given us. You know, Jesus has call, called us to reign in life, not to be ruled by life, not to be mastered by circumstance, but by the life of God within us. He has destined each one of us to rise up and to reign in life, to be more than a conqueror, not to be the conquered, 
but to be more than conquerors through his strength. Listen, we can't do this on our own. We can't, you know, provide this abundance of life in and of ourselves. It's a supernatural impartation of his life by his spirit that you and I have access to, that you and I have become the recipients of. So we want to live in that life, and we want to experience this wonderful joy of living in him. You and I can have that faith in his word that breaks through every restriction, every limitation. We can go beyond every border and every boundary that's tried to set its set its uh, way in, in our way, and we can go through and press on into everything that God has for us. Do you know, as I was preparing this message today, I remember... Um, on one occasion driving one of our Jesus Cares vehicles. And, you know, it was absolutely loaded up. We were excited to go. We had a van load of hampers that we were going to distribute across the region. And we set out, and it was actually a new van that we just purchased. And we went on our, on our round, and after we delivered all of the hampers, we got on the motorway to go back, head back to the church. And everything was going well until the van hit 55 miles an hour. And I remember putting my foot on the, on the accelerator, and it literally would not go any faster. And I couldn't work it out, because I knew that the van had a lot more power than, you know, just that restricted 55 mile an hour that we were going at. But I, the more I pressed the accelerator, the, the more restricted it felt. It would not go beyond 55. All the cars were passing me. And, you know, we were just sat there in the slow lane, just chugging along at 55 miles an hour. I couldn't work it out. The van had a lot more power, the van had a lot more potential, but I couldn't, for some unknown reason to me, couldn't get it to go beyond 55. Well, when I got back to the office, we got on the phone, we thought that there was something wrong with the van, we rung up the garage that we purchased it from, and um, the guy said, oh, listen, just bring it in, there's absolutely nothing wrong with this vehicle. It's got a lot more power than 55 miles an hour. What's happened is that there's been a restrictor, a limiter that's been placed on the accelerator. And um, he just told me to take it on down the garage. We did. He took the restrictor and the limiter off. The next time we went down the motorway, it was going 70 miles an hour, no problem. And the restrictions were gone. The full potential and the power of the van could be accessed now because the limiter had been taken off the accelerator. Do you know sometimes in life it's just like that? We know that we've got great potential within us as a result of this life of Christ that is in our spirit. We know that we have got access to incredible power as a result of these great and precious promises that have been given to us in the Word of God. But very often when we're going down the highway of life, it seems as if there's a restriction on our lives. It seems as if the accelerator of our lives is limited and impeded. 
and we don't have full access to that potential and that power and that resource that has been imparted within us. Well, do you know what? Jesus wants us to know that the restrictor and the limiter on the accelerator of your life has been lifted. You have got every right as a child of God to claim that word of God that he's spoken to you. You've got every right to rise up beyond that limitation, to rise up beyond that restriction, to move beyond that boundary and to put your foot down on the accelerator of your life and gain momentum in God and and explore new heights and new levels in Him. That limitation has been taken away in Christ Jesus. He has given us abundant life. I think it's absolutely wonderful. It really is. We just need to believe God's Word. We just need to really, really understand and take hold of the fact that those limitations have gone. And whether it's an inferiority complex that you battle with, whether it's an insecure area that you have in your life, let's believe together that by the life of God in you, as a result of the Holy Spirit, that inferiority complex, that insecurity can be dealt with and you can be made whole. Let's really believe that in this new year as we walk forward into it and we see everything that God wants for us. God wants us to know that there's no restrictions. As far as he is concerned, there is no restrictions, there's no limitations, there is no boundaries that he ever wants to impose on our lives to impede our growth in Christ. I think it's absolutely wonderful. We've just got to enter into the fullness of that and experience the freedom that he brings and that he gives. Now, over the last past weeks, we've been looking at Mark chapter 10, and we've been there looking at blind Bartimaeus. He was a blind beggar. I mean, you couldn't go any lower than where Bartimaeus was. He was really at the lowest point in his life. This man had fought with limitations and very real restrictions all of his life. We saw that he sat by the roadside. Everybody was passing him by and leaving him behind. Nobody wanted anything to do with Bartimaeus. Nobody thought that Bartimaeus would ever aspire aspire to anything great. Nobody thought that he would ever be able to leave the life that he was living. But this man heard that Jesus was coming his way. On this particular day in Mark chapter 10, He heard that Jesus was moving towards him. And he realized that his opportunity had come. He realized that the moment for him to receive a miracle, for his life to be transformed, for his life to change, for his life to break through, those limitations and restrictions that had bound him for most of his life, he realized his moment had come. And in Mark chapter 10, he seizes that moment passionately. We're going to read Mark chapter 10 in just a moment from verse 46 to 52. And we're going to remind ourselves of the great faith 
that this man exemplified. God enabled him through the faith that he had in his heart to break through the limitations and the restrictions that had bound his life. Let's turn to Mark chapter 10. We'll read from verse 46 to 52. Man of great faith, Bartimaeus, blind Bartimaeus, the beggar. Let's read from verse 46. Now, they came to Jericho. As he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out, saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then many warned him to be quiet, but he cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man, saying to him, be of good cheer, rise, he is calling for you. And throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. So Jesus answered and said to him, what do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. Then Jesus said to him, go your way, your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. What an amazing, an amazing occasion where Bartimaeus receives his sight and breaks through every limitation that life had imposed on him. And he broke through those limitations because of Jesus Christ. Jesus can break any limitation, any restriction, any boundary that tries to impede or stem the life that he has given us. He can break any, any limitation, any restriction, any battle that you are facing personally, whether it be an external battle around you as a result of people or circumstances, or whether it be an internal battle that can't be seen by the naked eye, internal issues, fear, insecurity, inferiority, Whatever the battle is, Jesus can break through every limitation and restriction that is trying to bind you. He really can. And I want you to get a hold of that today. I want you to believe that today because it is God's will for you in Christ Jesus to experience abundant life. A life that is, that is richer in quality, and, and far, far more in quantity. Really get a hold of that today. Don't settle for the limits that life tries to impose on you like Bartimaeus didn't. Break through those limits. Break through those restrictions by placing your faith and your trust in the person and in the finished work of Jesus Christ. Now, as we looked at this, these verses from Mark chapter 
10, we saw that there were five dimensions to Bartimaeus's faith that enabled him to break through life's limits. Five clear messages about his faith that helps us understand how our faith can break through restrictions and limitations that might try to impede us on our way. Let me just go through the five. We've covered three of those over the last past weeks. We're going to cover the remaining two today, but let me just remind you as to what they are. Five dimensions of Bartimaeus's faith that enabled him to break through life's limitations and that enable us and instruct us to also break through any limitation that might try to impede our way in God's will. Firstly, from this story, we see that faith has a voice. Faith has a voice. It doesn't sit in silence and just decide to allow allow life to be the way that it's always been. Let me ask you, have you just settled in life have you just settled and resigned yourself to the facts that of, you know what, life will never get any better than what it is. Life will always be this, you know, this uh, reoccurring history that's negative, this reoccurring cycle of problems, this tragic experience. Have you resigned yourself to a life that is just going round in circles. I pray that you haven't. If you're a believer in God, if you're a child of the King, I pray that you haven't just resigned yourself to a tragic experience called life. Faith has a voice. Faith takes hold of God's promises and speaks them into being. And that's what we see in the life of Bartimaeus. We covered it well the first week that we began to look at this, he began to speak out. He began to call out. He began to use his voice. He might not have been able to use his eyes, but what he could use was his voice. And he began to cry out with all of his heart to call on Jesus as the son of David for him to have mercy on him. Do not sit in silence. Do not resign yourself to circumstance and how life has always been. Break through the routine. Break out of the rut and use your voice of faith, child of God, to bring that abundant life that you have into your daily experience and into your daily walk. Faith has a voice. We saw that, covered it extensively the first week. Secondly, We saw that not only does faith have a voice, but faith overcomes opposition. Faith overcomes opposition. Now, when we say that faith overcomes opposition, we're not saying that faith overcomes opposition by aggression and confrontation, but it doesn't bow down when it's rejected. Just because everybody tells you that, you know, you're not going to aspire to anything great in your life doesn't mean to say that you have to believe it. It doesn't mean to say that you have to accept it. Now, you don't necessarily have to get into an argument with somebody and confront it, 
but the faith in your heart can take hold of the word of God and believe it. And like Mary, you can hide it in your heart, knowing that God has spoken to you. And as a result of placing your faith in God's word, you watch, you will overcome everything that opposes you. Faith overcomes opposition. And thirdly, we, we, we said that not only does faith overcome opposition, but faith is action with expectation. This is what we see when we look at Mark chapter 10. Faith is action with expectation. When Bartimaeus was told to rise and to come and meet Jesus, his moment had come, what did he do? The Bible says that he cast off his garment. He threw his cloak behind him. Why? Because that garment and that cloak represented an old life that he was no longer going to be part of. And he threw it behind him. He let go of his past. And he knew that he was walking into a brand new day. Why? Because faith is action with expectation. That action of throwing away that old life and all of the beggarly elements that were attached to that garment. As he left it behind him, he was walking into a new future because he was walking towards Christ Jesus, his Lord. And as he left that cloak behind, he entered into a new life. Faith is action with expectation. God's placed expectations in your heart as a result of his word dwelling within you richly. There's expectations within you. Now, the wonderful thing is that the Word of God doesn't just have to remain as an expectation. We can take action on that Word, on those very expectations that you have regarding the Word of God, the promises of God. Take action on it. Let that expectation go one step further and become an active force in your life. Take action. Step out on the Word of God and you'll see that some of those old things that have been hanging around will suddenly go. And like Bartimaeus throwing his cloak behind him, those, those old things that once character, characterized you will be, will be behind you too. Faith is action with expectation. What expectation is in your heart that you need to take action on? Let me tell you, do it. God's word will not let you down. God's promise will never fail you. It cannot return to him void without accomplishing that for which he has sent it. And he has sent it to fulfill it. God doesn't get any pleasure in his promises going unclaimed. He wants you to claim them. He wants you to wear them. He wants them to enrich your life experience, enrich your mind, enrich your heart, attitude, enrich the relationships that you have with people to prosper you in every area of life. God does not get any joy at all in his people not claiming and taking hold of his promises. He gets pleasure when we step out in faith and take action with expectation, that's the faith that he honors. Bartimaeus did that. Now, today, the, the remaining two points we're going to cover, hopefully, 
fourthly, the fourth dimension that we see in Bartimaeus' faith is this. Faith is focused. Faith is focused. We're going to look at that in a moment. It is singular in what it desires. It doesn't entertain any plan B. It goes after what it wants to take hold of and it receives it. Faith is focused and God loves it. Bible says, we looked at it a few weeks ago in Hebrews, without faith it's impossible to please God. God loves men and women rising up, taking hold of his word, being focused with their faith, telling God exactly what they're believing for their lives and believing for for others in their lives. He loves it. He's not offended by it or insulted by it. He wants to know what you're in your, what's in your heart. He wants to know what you're believing for. And it's his joy and pleasure to provide it in Christ Jesus. So faith is focused. We're going to look at that in a moment. And then finally, after that, we're going to move on today just to finally close to see how faith sees a new future to follow. It leaves the past behind and it enters into a new life in Christ and follows in that way. So let's look for a moment just at this fourth dimension of Bartimaeus' faith that we see from Mark chapter 10, an area that, that we want to grow in our lives under this fourth point of faith is focused. Let me read to you from verse 51 of Mark chapter 10, it says this. So Jesus answered and said to him, what do you want me to do for you? The blind man, Bartimaeus, said to Jesus, Rabboni, that I might receive my sight. So now imagine Bartimaeus has come to Jesus, he's before him, and Jesus asks him, this very, very simple question. What do you want me to do for you? The wonderful thing is here, when you read the text from Mark chapter 10, is that Bartimaeus doesn't struggle to find an answer. He didn't say, Jesus, can you give me a few moments to think about the question? Bartimaeus could have said, well, Jesus... Just tell me why. Why has the majority of my life been overcome with blindness? Why have I been cursed with this beggarly lifestyle? Why, Jesus, have people always left me behind and rejected me? Why? No, he didn't ask why. He wanted to leave the the, the past behind him, and he did. That question or any other question relating to his condition would have taken him backwards, but faith in his heart wanted to take him forward, not backwards. He didn't need to have an answer as to why he was in the predicament he was in. Nothing positive would have come from that question or the answer of it. But faith focused his heart in his future. Faith didn't take him down a road in the past trying to find out 
the answers as to why he was in the state and the condition he was in. No, faith took him to, 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 to be with Jesus and to stand before him and to receive his sight. It was focused on a new future, not trying to find out and resolve issues in the past. His faith was focused in that he knew exactly what he wanted to receive. Jesus asked the question, what do you want me to do for you, Bartimaeus? Bartimaeus, in simplicity of heart, says, Jesus, Rabboni, that I might receive my sight. It's beautiful. It's easy. It's that simple. Jesus didn't respond to Bartimaeus when he asked the question. And when Bartimaeus answered it, he didn't say, well, Bartimaeus, do you know, maybe in a year's time. Maybe when I've worked in your life and restored other areas of your life, this one big area we can deal with. Or, you know, Jesus didn't, on the other hand, say to him, Bartimaeus, you need to clean your act up. You need to stop begging. You need to stop being so dependent and so de defeated in your outlook. Bartimaeus, before you receive your sight, you need to get your act together and to get your life in gear and start on some of the smaller issues before you deal with this bigger issue. No, Jesus didn't say that. He loves us unconditionally. He receives this man with the fullness of his grace, with the fullness of his love, and he envelops him. He says, Bartimaeus, tell me what you want, son. Whatever it is, you're a man of faith. You're a man of trust, and I can see that. What is it, Bartimaeus, whether it's big or small, I am here in all of my fullness, in all of my glory to answer your Heart's request. And Bartimaeus says that I might receive my sight. What a, what a beautiful, simple response. Jesus loves that type of simplicity, that, that type of directness, that type of focus. He doesn't want us to run around the houses and kind of suggest what we want, or kind of infer what we want, so that he might be able to kind of read our mind. No, he just wants us to come right out with it. What do you want me to do? Maybe he's saying that to you today. What do you want me to do? Do you know what? Just get straight to the point with him. He can handle it. He's got all of the resources at his disposal, ready to give you and to impart into your life. You know, there's a, beautiful, there's a beautiful verse in Romans chapter 8. You can read it. I forgot what, what verse it is, but let me just quote it to you as it comes to my heart for you this morning. It says this, and it's talking about the resources of God in Christ Jesus and the access and the availability that we have to them as his children. Paul says this in Romans 8. He said, He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how will he not with him freely give us all things? What Paul is saying there is this. God has done the greatest thing, and the lesser thing is to give you all things. 
It's not an issue for God to answer your prayer. It's not an issue for God to, to respond to your faith. Why? Because he has given you access to all of his resources through, as a result of Christ Jesus being sacrificed and given on the cross. And now he's risen from the dead. God comes to us through his word and he says, go ahead, child of God, whatever you need, whatever it might be, don't limit your request to your, to your limitations in your mind or your unbelieving heart. Go ahead and ask. I'll freely, he says. It's a beautiful verse. I will freely give you all things. I've given Christ my son. That's the greatest thing. No greater could be done. No greater thing could be given. And that was given. And as a result of Jesus being given now, we have access to all things. He loves our direct response. He loves our faith to be focused. And he loves to meet every need, that I might receive my sight, Bartimaeus says. You know, Bartimaeus exemplifies focused faith that persists. Jesus spoke about such focused faith when he described it in Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 to 11. Let me read it to you. Jesus says this, ask and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Or what man is there among you, who if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? If then, if, if you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? You see, you have and I have access to the heart of the Father. And Jesus says, listen, if you ask, it'll be given. If you seek, you shall find. If you knock, the door will be opened unto you. Now, that, those words are written in the original language in the continuous tense. And that means this, ask and keep asking. Seek and keep seeking. Knock and keep knocking. It's a focused faith that asks and keeps asking, knocks and keeps knocking, seeks and keeps seeking. It's a persistent, focused faith that God expects. He doesn't, you know, expect us just to ask one time or, 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 or seek, you know, just on one solitary occasion or just knock and expect for the door to be open. No, he says, listen, ask and keep asking. You'll receive Seek and keep seeking. You will find that answer that, that eludes you at the moment. Knock and keep knocking and the door will be opened. You'll enter into that new dimension of life that he has for you. It's written in the continuous tense, so don't give up. Just because you might have asked one time or a few times 
Or you might have tried it out, you know, for a couple of weeks. No, Jesus says, ask, keep asking, seek, keep seeking, knock, keep knocking, and everything will be given in its time. Your heavenly Father, your heavenly Father won't withhold that which is good for you. He will give it. So faith is focused. And it gets exactly what it asks for. This is what Bartimaeus shows us. It's not vague. It's not passive. It's not, you know, blurry in what it desires. No, it's focused. It's clear. It's exact. It doesn't vacillate between opinions. One minute it wants this, and then the next minute it wants something else. No, it's focused. And God loves to respond to such focused faith. Verse 52 says this. Jesus speaks, is going to speak to Bartimaeus, or he speaks to Bartimaeus. And remember, this is the man that everybody despised. This is the man that everybody thought would not be able to aspire to anything great in life. Listen to what Jesus said to him. Then Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. Do you know what? Miracles can happen so suddenly. Immediately there can be a change. There can be a shift. There can be a breakthrough. There can be a going beyond the limitation that's always restricted you, that's always impeded you. Suddenly you can find yourself in a brand new experience of life where the old has gone and the new has come. And life experience is such a joy. And you are such a light and an inspiration to everybody around you. Jesus meets Bartimaeus and says to him, receive your sight. What did that do to all of the onlookers that were there that day? Seeing Bartimaeus for the first time open his eyes experience the, the, the same joy of seeing everything round and about him as they were. What did it do for everybody about Bartimaeus? Bartimaeus suddenly becomes the center of everybody's attention. Bartimaeus suddenly becomes an inspiration and a joy and an encouragement and a, a visible message of Jesus' love and care and glory. Bartimaeus breaks through the restrictions and limitations that had held him back for so long. What a wonderful moment this was for Bartimaeus. And suddenly it happened. Suddenly he's into a brand new whole experience and dimension of life. Why? Well, because his faith was focused. Immediately he receives his sight. It's an amazing, amazing picture. You know, Jesus doesn't take any glory for himself. It's incredible. 
it's almost as if he gives all of the glory to Bartimaeus when he says, go your way. Your faith has made you well or made you whole. And immediately Bartimaeus receives his sight. You know, Jesus doesn't crave attention and say, well, I did this miracle. Everybody look at me and this is how we do it and this is how we did it. He doesn't draw any attention to himself. All of the attention is on Bartimaeus as Jesus commends him for having such great faith. It's incredible, the person of Jesus. Bartimaeus, from his focused faith, suddenly sees and life is new. Moving on from his faith being focused, we also see that, and this is the last point that we're going to cover today, Fifthly, that his faith sees a new future to follow. Faith sees a new future to follow. After receiving his sight, we've just read it, Jesus instructed Bartimaeus to go his way. But something amazing happens. Instead of Bartimaeus going his way, the Bible says, that he followed Jesus on the road. What a beautiful transition. What a transformation in this man's life. Jesus just releases him to go his own way, to now go his, his, to cut his own course in life. He's no longer going to be a beggar. He's certainly not blind anymore. Go your own way, Bartimaeus. And instead of Bartimaeus going his own way, suddenly we see this connection that he has with Jesus. How can I go my own way? I was once blind, but now I see suddenly he's following Jesus on the road. As you may remember, Mark begins by telling us, that Bartimaeus was sat by the road. As Jesus was coming towards him, when he was a blind beggar, in verse 46, Mark tells us that, that Bartimaeus was sat by the road. However, he ends the story by telling us that now, Bartimaeus wasn't sat by the road when he received his sight. He was on the road. And this is, this is suggesting that his life obviously is transformed. No longer is he sat by the road listening to life passing by, listening to life leave him behind. The power of God has come into his life and transformed it. He's not sat by the road anymore. He's on the road now following Jesus. It's a wonderful picture that symbolizes all of our walk as believers in Christ. You know, there was a moment in our lives, and the Bible explains this extensively, where we were dead in our sins and, and transgressions, where we were blinded to the wonderful good news and light of the gospel and the message of salvation in Christ. But suddenly, when our eyes were opened, when our call went forth to him, 
And our cry from our heart asked for this wonderful gift of salvation that comes in Christ. In Christ. Suddenly our eyes were opened. And we, like Bartimaeus, have followed him on the road. I wonder today, as I bring this service to a close today, I wonder at what point in life are you? What, what point in life hinders you, limits you, restricts you? Maybe today, as we've looked over these last past weeks, you need to use your voice of faith like Bartimaeus did. Or there may be many around you that are telling you to be quiet, that are telling you to back off, that are telling you to sit in silence. But you have to make a decision to take hold of God's word. Jesus is near. And he wants you to draw on his resources. Draw on his life. Use your voice of faith. Don't sit in silence anymore, child of God. Speak up. It doesn't matter how long it takes. Bartimaeus kept crying. And when, when, when the, you know, the opposition came thick and fast, he just raised the volume on his faith and he cried all the more. Don't sit in silence any longer. Use your voice of faith. Patiently wait and you'll, you'll receive what you're asking for. I truly do believe it. Or for some of us, our faith, we may need to use our faith to overcome very real opposing forces. Faith overcomes opposition. We've said that. Don't bow down to rejection. Don't bow down, whether it's external or internal, insecurities, internal inferiorities. Overcome that opposition, those opposing forces that are trying to hold you back from entering into those wonderful new opportunities that God has for you. Overcome with your faith. Or it could be that you need faith to take action with expectation, just like Bartimaeus did. Expectations in your heart that you have regarding the Word of God, regarding things that God has spoken to you. Then act now with that expectation in mind. Step out on the Word of God. Don't wait any longer. Act with expectation. Leave those old things behind, those old thinking habits those old attitudes, those old ways of doing things. Like Bartimaeus threw aside his cloak. You've got a new life to live. You're a new creature in Christ Jesus. Let's take action with expectation in order for the wonders of God's word to be fulfilled in our lives. Or you could be at a place where you just need to focus your faith. Jesus wants to know what he can do for you. What is it? Don't vacillate between opinions. Don't be double-minded. You know, don't go round the houses in trying to explain what you want and why you want. Just come straight out with it. Like Bartimaeus did in beautiful simplicity. I want to receive my sight, Jesus. Be it done unto you. You might want freedom from fear. You might want freedom from, you know, an addictive behavior, an addictive habit. 
You might, you might want freedom in areas of your life or you might want, or you might desire to see breakthrough in your relationships, whatever it might be. You, you know privately in your heart what it is. Let your faith be focused. Jesus is asking some of us today, so what is it? What is it? What do you want me to do for you? Go to him in prayer. Say it with simplicity and you'll find as you ask and keep asking, seek and keep seeking, knock and keep knocking, everything will be given to you. Why? Because Christ has given his life so that we can live in the rich abundance of his life in us. Or finally today, you might need to enter into that new future that God has for you. Faith sees a new future to follow. You don't want to be going back to that old life that you once had. There's nothing back there. This faith life in God is exciting, exhilarating, abundant. It's a life that we ought to pursue. Faith sees a new future to follow. Or today you might be listening to this message online and you may never have asked Jesus into your heart. You know, you, you may be like blind Bartimaeus, blind to his love. You've never experienced it. Blind to his goodness. You've never encountered it. Blind to his forgiveness and care and willingness to be involved. Blind. There's no God out there. I, I, I don't know anything about Jesus other than the fact that I've seen him hanging in stained glass windows and pictures in the store. No, Jesus is a real person. He loves you very much. And he wants to come into your heart. And the moment you believe on him, the Bible says a miracle takes place. And that blindness leaves your eyes and you can see. You can see. Today I'm going to pray as we close this service. I am going to pray a prayer. And if you want to join me in this prayer, you can do so. I'm going to pray for God's people first. And then I'm going to pray. If you've never asked Jesus into your heart. Listen, Jesus loves you. He doesn't want to make you religious. He doesn't want to put a straight jacket on your life and restrict you. No, actually, he wants to take the straight jacket off. He wants to take all of those life debilitating habits and, you know, uh, character traits that you have. He wants, to, he wants to take them off and he wants to give you brand new life like he's done for so many of us. Let's pray. I'm going to pray right now for God's people. Father, I pray for your people today. Holy Spirit, I pray that your word has encouraged them, that it's brought light and life to them this morning. And Lord, as, as we've listened and as we've heard and as we've received your word into our heart, I pray that these dimensions of faith that we see so explicitly before us in Bartimaeus's life, Lord, I pray that those dimensions of faith would be as real in our lives too, to just see your very life, your abundant life in all of its fullness explode in our daily experience, that we might apprehend all of the promises that you have for us. Father, I pray this in Jesus' name. 
for your people. Amen. Now, if you want to pray a prayer this morning, asking Jesus into your heart, it gives me great joy. It really does to, to just lead you in a simple prayer. The prayer isn't the recipe to new life. This prayer isn't the recipe for a miracle to take place in your heart. The Bible says that when you call on the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. But I'm just going to pray just to help you. Just to, just to formalize that faith, formalize that belief in your heart as you come before, before the Father. And a miracle will begin today. Why don't you say this quietly in your heart this morning with me as we close this service together. Say this, Lord Jesus, I ask you today to forgive me of all of my sins. I ask you to wash me clean inside. Let me know this new life that you promise to give. I believe that you died on the cross. And when you died on the cross, you took all of my sin upon me so that I could live free. And Lord Jesus... When you rose from the dead on the third day, I believe that you did so so that you could give me new life and live in my heart. I ask you today to come into my life and to be my Lord and Savior. Amen. Do you know if you prayed that prayer, a miracle's begun because you've placed your faith and your trust and your hope in Christ Jesus. You've turned your eyes away from yourself and you've placed them on Jesus. Just like Bartimaeus did as he received his miracle, so you've received your miracle today. Oh no, nothing may have changed around you physically necessarily, but inside you've become born again, the Bible says. Listen, if you prayed that prayer, we would love to give you maybe your first Bible, maybe you have a Bible, but if you don't have a Bible, as a church, we've committed together to, to give Bibles to, to, to people that receive Christ that may not have a Bible. We would love to be the church that gives you your first Bible. There's details on the screen below. Why don't you send us an email? Let us know your story and let us know that you prayed that prayer asking Jesus into your heart. We would love to hear about it. And listen, if, if we can send you a Bible, just jot down your, your name and address. We will get that out in, in the post to you this week. And um, we'll send you a little stories book as well. It's an amazing booklet um, comprised by people from 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 our church, local people from our church that have seen God do incredible miracles in their lives. I know you'll surely be encouraged by that. We would love to give you that as a gift. Again, just jot your details down. Send us a uh, uh, an email at hello at King's Church, and we will be sure to send that into the, in the post to you this week. Church, God bless you, and um, we will see you next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful, God-filled, faith-filled week, fulfilling his promises in your life. Amen. God bless you. See you soon. God bless.